With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Good afternoon, everyone. This is our church service, Refuge from the Storm, a conference called Church. Today's date is February 18, 2017. Our call to worship, oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good and his mercy endures forever. We want to take the time to welcome each of you to the service this afternoon. We will have as our serving team, are you humble servant, as the worship leader, we will have uh, Sister Helen Thompson as our altar prayer uh, intercessor, and Minister Juanita Purdy will bring the message this afternoon. We believe that if you will give your full attention to the, the, the words that are sung and the words that are prayed and certainly the words that are preached. There is a blessing waiting for you. And one thing that I like to say that I know about God, and that is if you came looking for a blessing, you will not leave here the way you came in Jesus' name. Amen. We will start this afternoon with our um with our our opening song by uh, Sister Cassandra. She's going to play that for us, and then we'll go on into the service. I see 
me help me say it, y'all. God, smile on me. He has set me free. Oh, have mercy. As I look back over my life, I can testify that God, been good to me. That was my song. Oh, yes, he has. Here's the verse. Here's the verse. I want to ask y'all a question. Listen. Have we all had nights? We tossed and turned all night long. Oh, we cried tears. We cried tears sometimes because we didn't have peace of mind. Y'all remember that one? And when Satan whispered and told the Lord forgot. You know what happened? How's hope? The Lord will step in. The Lord will step in. Oh, they step in right on time. Yeah, God. Come on, let me hear you. Do I have a witness? He has set me free. And I give him glory this morning. I give him honor this morning. As I look back over my life, I can testify that God Y'all know now. He's good in the evening. Say he's good in the midnight hour. Say he's good in the morning. He said every time he's good in the evening. He's good in the midnight hour. Listen, listen, listen. He'll hold you in the morning. Help me say it up. It ain't been 11 years. Am I on somebody who can look back over my life and say, He's been good. Matter of fact, he's been better than me that I've been to myself. Could have been gone. Would have been gone. Should have been gone. In spite of it all, he's been good. Had it been good? Had it been good? 
Had he been good? He's been good to me. Indeed, God has been good to me. Our scripture reading this afternoon is coming from the book of Psalm number 27. It's called An Exuberant Declaration of Faith. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and foes, they stumbled and fell. Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war may rise against me, in this I will be confident. One thing I have desired of the Lord, that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret place of his tabernacle he shall hide me. He shall set me high up on a rock. And now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me. Therefore I will offer sacrifices of joy in his tabernacle. I will sing, yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. Verses 1 through 6 of Psalm 27. May God bless those who Read and understand and live by his word. May we pray. Oh, most holy God, we come this afternoon to thank you for this another day. We thank you, Father, because the word has said this is the day that you have made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. And then, God, in another place it says that we should come boldly before your throne with thanksgiving and in courts with praise, that we should Bless your holy name. And so, God, we come this afternoon to bless your name. We come this afternoon to tell others about the great God that we serve. We come, oh God, this afternoon to bow in humble submission to your holiness and to your love for us and to say, God, thank you. Thank you for our lives. Thank you for where we are today. Thank you, oh God, for the way you have provided for us. Thank you for keeping us safe, oh God from hurt, harm, and danger. Thank you, O oh God, for another opportunity to come together in this place, O oh God, to put our voices, to put our hearts, oh God, to put our determinations together so we might see you because of who you are. Now, God, we pray for those others who are suffering as a result of assaults from space-based weapons. We ask you, God, that you would watch over them, God. Help them to know the the shadow of your wings, and the power of your protection. We pray, God, in the name of Jesus, that you would open the hearts and hands of those who have to help those who don't, oh, God. Help us to, to run as we run across each other, God, to show one another to wait, the way, to stand with one another in prayer. Help us, oh, God, I pray in the name of Jesus, to be remind, reminded by your word that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. Now, God bless our messenger this afternoon as she brings us the, 
the bread of life. Help us, O oh God, to be found in the soil, God, the soil in which the seed of the word shall fall. And God, then help us to produce the harvest for your glory and your honor. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. And now we will have another song uh, played by Sister Cassandra. Following that will be our altar prayer coming from Sister Helen Thompson. Gracie, would you come, please?
Amen. Would you like me to pray now? Yes, Oh, Heavenly Father, we just praise you today that you've already blessed us and we've just begun. And we thank you that we have a place to go, that we have you as our master that we can come to. We never sleep or slumbers when we call your name. No matter what the problem is, you're always there to hear our cries. And we praise you, Father God, that you've given us this medium to get together again yet today. And that you hear our prayers and you know our hearts and you see each need. And Father God, I just bring up every single need that is here present with us today. And that you see each prayer request, Father God. And we know that your word says that there is nothing that is too difficult for you to do, Lord. And I've taken that word and... I use it as well to mean no thing. Oh, Father, there is no thing that you can't do. And you tell us to speak to the mountains in our lives and tell them to move, and they will in the name of Jesus. So today I say, and I speak to this mountain called gang stalking, and I say, move. In the name of Jesus Christ, I call on you, Lord, to move that mountain of sickness, that mountain of pain, that mountain of discouragement, Father, the mountain of doubt. Father God, we just collectively believe, for you said that if we have the faith, it's just as small as a mustard seed that you would be there and you would hear our cries. And, Lord, I believe that all of us gathered here today have more than a mustard seed of faith and that we believe that you will move these mountains in our lives, Lord. And we thank you that you are able and that you are willing and that you're always here to listen no matter what time of the day or night we call on you. You're always there to hear our cries. I just pray for the blessing today on this service. I thank you for the songs that have already been sung. I thank you, Father, for Pastor Millicent, and I pray that you will just anoint her every day, and thank you, Lord, that you place this in her heart, this ministry that is so unique, Lord. And we just pray that it will just build a fire that will go around the world, Lord, and that people will hear and want to tune in and believe likewise, and that you will turn around the hearts of the cold, of the wicked, Lord, that they may come to know you as a result of this ministry and the cries of your children. We just pray that you anoint Pastor Purdy today as she speaks, and the Father, every word that she has to say, it will be just highly anointed by you. And we thank you, Father, again. 
for the unanswered prayers, Lord, that are still to come and the ones that have already been answered. We praise your holy name in this day and every day. In your precious name of Jesus, amen. Amen. To play us another song, another worship song, after which we will have the song from Minister Juanita Perkins.
washed away our sins, and we bless the Lord that we can lay claim and lay hold to being washed clean and sanctified by Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. It was his blood, his blood that washed us and and allowed us to now commune with God our Father. There was a point where we couldn't do that, but God and his divine orchestration through the, the, the death, the burial, the cross of Jesus tore the veil in the midst of his suffering and the midst of his blood being poured out on this earth for our sake so that we can cherish, we cherish it. I don't know about anybody else, but I cherish the 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 beauty of what Christ did for me. I cherish that. And I know that none of us deserve uh, the the righteousness that God has graced us with. <laughs> There's no point in us fooling ourselves, but is by his grace that we, like Paul said, can make our boast in the Lord. I bless the Lord. I, I really... Um, Hopefully won't be before you too long, um, but uh, I pray that the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart is acceptable for uh, in the presence of God. I want to come to you um, from several several scriptures, but I'm going to start with John, the the Gospel Gospel of John, the tenth chapter. And I am going to read the first through the tenth verse. And of course, I would like to read it from the New International Version. And it says, I tell you the truth, the man who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate, but climbs in by some other way, is a thief and a robber. The man who enters by the gate is the shepherd of his sheep. The watchman opens the gate for him, and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them, and his sheep follows him because they know his voice. But they, they will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. Jesus used this figure of speech, but they did not understand what he was telling them. Therefore, Jesus said again, I tell you the truth, I am the gate for the sheep. All who ever came before me were thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. He will come in and go out and find pastors. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come 
that they may have life and have it to the full. Father God, I bless your word. I bless your word. I bless your word. I bless your word that you have given us, Father God, as seeds that are sown into our life so that we can produce a harvest for the kingdom. Lord, I thank you. I thank you that you gave us this, that you did not leave us empty-handed or you didn't leave us as orphans, but you have given us your powerful word, the word that has power, that we may be able to use it, Father God. Use it in in great and mighty ways. Use it to build up. Use it to 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 come against strongholds. Use it to fight the enemy, Father God. I thank you for the the many ways uh, to to encourage, Father God, the many ways that you have given us the use of your word. And I pray, Father God, that as we praise you and honor you and we magnify you and we glorify you, that we too learn, Father God, to honor you in your word. Lord, I just thank you. I bless you. And I pray this day, Father God, for the word to go forth, Father God, and that it be magnified in our lives. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we love you. We love you and we thank you. And thank you for loving each and every one of us. Thank you, Father God. Thank you for your presence here today. We ask that you bless the pastor of this ministry, Pastor Blight. Father God, we ask that you bless her mentor, mentor, uh, Pastor uh, Jones, Father God, and each and every person in their respective places. We ask that you bless the hearers today as well as the doers in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We thank you for your strong right arm, Father God. And we continue to pray for those, Father God, who need healing. Lord, I thank you for the healing power of Jesus Christ. And we speak healing, Father God. We speak continued healing to Sister Gloria, Father God. We speak healing uh, to each and every person who may be dealing with any type of infirmities or any type of, of, of issues, Lord, I thank you for your healing power over each and every one of them. Lord, I bless you today. I bless you. I ask that you bless this word. I ask that you bless the hearers and the doers of the word. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen, and amen. Amen. I, I um, want to kind of, Come a, a different way today. Um, we're going to be in the Word. But, you know, last night, and I don't get to watch television. I heard it say as television. And I just bless the Lord that I don't have that affinity to watch the television. Um, but there are sometimes when things, you know, may be on that may catch my eye or something like that. Well, I was watching a movie last night. I actually got a chance to sit down and watch a movie. And I hadn't seen this movie in several years. 
Um, I'm going to tell you about this movie before I give you the 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 actual name of it. I don't want to give too much away because some people may have seen it and, and they know the deepness of the movie. So I'm just going to wait a little bit before I give you that. But um, this movie was released in uh, June 29, 2005, and it was the uh, the fourth most successful film made in that year in the U.S. and in all of North America. It only took them 75 days, uh, 73 days to film it, which is pretty, you know, unprecedented. Um, And very few people knew about the movie, knew about this movie coming out, so it, it makes it very fascinating because the movie itself wasn't widely promoted, it wasn't leaked, but when it came out, I mean, people flocked to it. The title of the movie is called War of the Worlds. And as I watched this movie, um director uh the director of the movie was Steven Spielberg and of course you know we know that uh this this director is uh he actually is a genius and a master within his own right well he took this movie um from a book that had been written by H.G. Wells and boy, did he turn this movie, you know, into a just a masterpiece. The movie was centered around an alien invasion of epic proportions. Now, um, of course, we 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 uh, for those of us who know a little bit about the movie. It had a, it, of course, they, they, it was put in the genre of science fiction. But actually, the, the book that was written about the movie, it seemed to have been written based on actual experiences back in 1953. So, you know, how much of those experiences, um, you know, were in the movie, I don't know, but that was the premise of the book. And then, of course, Steven Spielberg took the, the movie. It had been actually um, filmed as a movie before or a film, and Steven Spielberg kind of updated it and turned it into what he did, this masterpiece. But anyway, a little bit about it. These extraterrestrials were actually fragile. The extraterrestrials were within themselves fragile, but what was uh, uh, the 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 power behind these these little aliens were this massive tripod war machine that they operated. So they were in this this machine, and this machine, of course, was using electromagnetic power and what the machine was doing was it would literally um it would it it would incinerate and it was it would 
literally, you know, just grab these people. They were just all kinds of extensions were coming out of this machine, and this machine would take these people up into, you know, this this um, this big place that it was holding them. And interesting enough, what they were doing, um, and these were the aliens that was inside of it. They were grabbed these people up, and what they were doing was taking the blood, literally sucking the blood out of these humans. They were using the blood of humans to harvest their their own kind. Well, um, one of the the main character of the movie was uh, Tom Cruise, and. Um, Of course, he's caught up in this world, this war. It was a war, and he's caught up in it. And the the movie was centered around Tom Cruise trying to get his children back to Boston, Boston. And with all of this, um, you see people in total panic. You see people, you know, just fighting for their life. They brought in military forces, um, any type of a weaponry they could find to fight against this war machine. And it did not work. Um, it, it, the, the machine itself had a force field around it that no weapon that um, man used against it would work. I want to draw the parallel to the working of this movie and the different plots and how this, this movie parallels even some of the things that we deal with today. To me, as I watch this movie, and I watched this invasion, um, I said, you know what, this seems, this script seems like something that Steven Spielberg, or well, H.G. Wells, took right out of the Bible. Let's go to Revelations, the 12th chapter. We're going to go to Revelations, the 12th chapter, and I want to read there, and I want to read something about Revelation, um, something that's in Revelation. Interesting. And um, we'll start at the 10th verse. And, you know, like always, I encourage you to go back and read the full chapter. Um, You just don't do it justice. But for the sake of time, I'm going to start at the tenth, well, the seventh verse, and it says, "And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought back. But he was not strong enough, and they lost their place in heaven. The great dragon was hurled down." that ancient serpent called the devil or Satan who leads the whole world astray. He was hurled to the earth and his angels with him. 
And then I heard a loud voice in heaven say, Now have come the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ. For the accuser of our brother who accuses them before our God day and night has been hurled down. Now, this is the part that we want to pay attention to. It says in this, they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. They did not love their life so much as to shrink from death. I want to read to you the ending part of this story. Now, of course, as they the whole movie was centered around this this fighting these enemies this this these aliens who was using this war machine and was literally taking them up out of here, and it was harvesting their blood in order to sustain its life. Well, what happened in the end was the very blood that they were taking from humans was the very blood that did them in. They could not withstand the microorganisms, the bacteria, and the parts of the blood that was conditioned for humans. Their bodies could not it could not tolerate it. And as a result of taking their blood to harvest it, it actually weakened theirs. And because it weakened theirs, it weakened their entire system, and it caused them to become so weak that they lost their power. And then the military and all those who were fighting against them Now, in the end of it, I want to, this is where I want to center. Morgan Freeman was, he he started to narrate some information to us. And one of the things he said in that, he said, by toll of a billion deaths, man has bought his birthright of the earth and it is his against all comers. That means that we have a birthright to this place. God has given us this birthright, and so these aliens who were trying to invade had no right to do it. And because they were violating, they, of course, thinking that they are getting strong from the blood, but the very thing that they were violating turned against them and defeated them. Man, the, 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 the weapons that man had could not defeat him. But it was his own doing that did them in. And it says, he also said, he said, it would still be his, were the Martians ten times as mighty as they are. For neither do men live nor die in vain. 
that parallel was the uh, to me. I saw how in John ten ten he says that the 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 thief comes in, and he doesn't come in the right way. He's going to always come in to kill, steal, and destroy. But his his people knows his voice. His sheep knows his voice, and they will follow after him. They will seek after his word. They will seek after his revelation. They will seek after his knowledge. They will seek after his understanding. They will seek after his protection because they follow after him. The power that we understand in Revelation is that Jesus' blood was shed and that we will overcome this foreign invader called the devil and all his weaponry and all his trickery and all his deceit and all of his his finagling to try to steal our life away from us. We will overcome one by the blood, the blood of Jesus that's already done its part, and by the words of our testimony. I saw three different elements at work um, in this movie. I want to to share just a little bit in terms of one of the things that I noticed. One of the things that I noticed is that um, there, there really was no hero. There was no human hero. The enemy defeated itself. So it wasn't that someone did, you know, anything great, but there was revelation. Tom Cruise realized, and even his daughter, they saw little things. They realized little things that were happening that gave them edges and and advantages. And even with uh, uh, the guy's name was Ray, that was Tom Cruise's character, even with him, he, because he realized that the enemy was weakened, he was able to let the soldiers know, and the soldiers were able to attack and kill this, 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 um, this invader, this machine. He, they destroyed it. So it wasn't no human hero coming to the rescue. We don't have a human hero. If we have a hero, it's, it's Jesus Christ. That's the only hero that we have. He's enough. Amen. He's enough. And when we depend on him, because he's already given us what we need, then we are going to see the victory. We're going to see not just our lives being saved, but we're going to see other people's lives being saved as well. He, the the character, Ray, which was Tom Cruise, was on a mission. And it's interesting, his mission was going to Boston. I'm like, Boston? What's in Boston? Who really cares about Boston? Well, 
You know, of course, most of us who are very analytical, we know that things are not just put things. We know that they're put there for a reason. So, of course, you know, I'm like, what is this reason? Well, of course, Boston, we know, was the birthplace of freedom, the American freedom. Okay? So he was trying to get his kids back to their mother who lived in Boston. He wanted to reunite the children with the mom, and, of course, they were in Boston. So his whole mission was to get to Boston, that birthplace of freedom. They said Philadelphia was, but what happened was in Boston is where the the actual rebellion took place, and it just kick-started um, the American Revolution. So, of course, you know, he wanted to get back to that place. One of the things um, I realized in this was there was a demonstration of proposition, position, and power. Proposition, position, and power. Proposition is a plan of action. Now, in the plan of action, of course, we have to we have to be about the mission of God. I want us to turn to, of course, and I in all of this, um, it's all about us carrying out the mission of God on this earth. We were put here for a reason, guys. And that reason has not gone away. And it will be there whether we fulfill it or not. Okay? It will be there until we see the Lord again at the second coming. But in order to get there, it's going to take some work. Because we know that we have enemies on every side fighting against us. We know that we have a system that wants to destroy us, wants to suck the life right out of us. But we know that we have already overcome. And so Romans 12, um, the first through the eighth verse, It tells us, therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Do not conform to the patterns of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve God, what God's will is, his good and pleasing and perfect will. And I share with you, part of that transformation is being fruitful. Part of that transformation is being productive. Part of that transformation is living out our lives in a way that God can use us to the fullest. Which means that as we are, you know, we sit and and we understand, we know, I mean, 
there is a, the game stalking, there's the tracking, and, you know, all of these things are there. And we are praying that God will bring down these strongholds. We are binding them up. We are casting them down. We uh, are declaring our victory over each and every one of these uh, devices and strategies that the devil is using against us. But God wants us to make sure that we are living out our life in a way that is going to be productive, in a way that is going to be fruitful. God has a course of action for each and every one of us, despite what the enemy tries to do. When we are on that course of action, we will see the power of God moving the enemies out of our way. We want to be on a course of action, sowing beyond just targeting, sowing because there's a lot of hurting people out there. Yes, I, you know, first of all, I want to interject here. What Dr. Black has done is tremendously, tremendously uh, help, a help and a blessing for each and every one of us. And we, we, each and every one of us have an obligation out of righteousness. This is not, oh, I owe somebody something. This is out of righteousness. Being in right standing with God because he's already told us that we are to give so that it will be given back to us. That's part of his plan of righteousness. Sowing. Sowing into the kingdom. So we need to do that. We need to do that. And and, and cheerfully, not reluctantly. We got to let go of those things that we try to hold on to because it's, that's not our life. It says that we did not we do not love our life, but we 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 if we love it, it's unto death, death to all these worldly things, and we want to see the 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 kingdom of God prosper, so I encourage you to sow into the ministry both in time and talent and in treasure. Go into the ministry. It sows into you every week. Every week. So we want to sow into the ministry. You may be sending your tithes if you belong to another uh, uh, ministry in some way, and you send your tithes or you're associated with other ministry, you send it divided, whatever. Ask God, how do you sow? What do you sow? And then be obedient. Follow the act, because faith without works is dead. And no, she did not tell me to say this, I, I because, you know, I try to have the leading of the Holy Ghost in yeah. everything I say and do with all of my might, because that's my heart's desire. But I'm telling you that the course and the plan of action is sowing. 
That's one of them. The next one is putting on the full armor of God. If you got the armor of God, you're not afraid of fighting in the spirit. Why? You're completely covered. If you go back and read Ephesians 6 and 10 and 18, when you have the full armor of God on, you're completely covered from head to toe. So uh, 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 a fight does not, is not fear. You're not afraid of a fight. And remember, a fight is not flesh and blood, but it's spiritual. So we need to assess ourselves and make sure that we have the full armor of God on. And then transforming our minds. We've already read Romans 12. Make sure that our minds is transformed. Another thing we want to do is make sure that our position, we don't move from our position in Christ. Of course, the aliens was trying to take over the earth. But it didn't belong to them. Guys, we have an inheritance. And through that inheritance, God has promised so many things to us. There is a list, and I can read them off, but I know time is getting short. But I I encourage you to uh, go back and Access all of the different promises that God has for you. Google the promises that he has given to you in the Bible. They're numerous. And stand on those promises. Stand on the promises of God. And don't relinquish them. How we relinquish promises well, we will say one thing and then we say another. But God says that his promises are yea, yea, and amen. There's nothing else left to be said. That means that if God has promised it, he's able to perform it, and it's settled. I'm not concerned that I don't see it today or tomorrow. I know that I will see it because God has promised it, and he is true to his word. He's not a man that he should lie or could lie. So we need to maintain our positions. This, of course, is our divine right. One of those rights is no weapon formed against us. No weapon formed against us. No weapon formed against us will prosper. And we hold fast to that. And when we start finding that fear creeping in, we start binding it up because we know that that's deceit and that's uh, fear that the enemy tries to throw at us. And he wants us to bite, but we refuse to do it. And then, of course, we have to realize the blood. The blood. The blood has overcome in power, and we need to plead the, the blood. The blood. God knows the enemies that we fight. He's not oblivious. 
So if he knows the enemies that we fight and he's not oblivious to it, then, of course, he knows the way to overcome it. And he actually told us in Revelation that we overcome it by the blood and the words of our testimony. And when we pursue those two things, making sure it's covered by the blood, the blood will never lose its power, then we will see and live the power of God in our life. We, he, he declared that we will be the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. We are the glory of God. We are his will being done on this earth as it is in heaven. So we live it out. The blood was given to us, shed for us, and now the second part of the equation is the words of our testimony. I ask you today to please guard your words. Guard your words. If it doesn't line up with the word of God, don't say it. It doesn't need to be said. If it doesn't line up with the word of God, then you find something in the word of God that will refute the enemy, and you speak that. Because the word of our testimony is the word of God that he has given to us for a testimony. I encourage you today, be about the mission. Don't don't give in. Hold on to your right, okay, because the, the, the enemy tries. Now, we, I want you to remember this. A lot of times people don't want to hear it, but I have to bring the truth. Everything, evil work that is being done on this earth is initiated by Satan. It doesn't matter if it is done at the hands of man. It's initiated by Satan because the Bible says that we don't fight against flesh and blood. And then he also said that the the enemy, which is the devil, comes to kill, steal, and destroy. So know that everything that he has set up, whether man is doing it, machine is doing it, or a combination of both. Everything that he has set up is has been initiated by Satan. And he has given us victory over Satan. He said that he comes that we will have life. Don't allow Satan to try to come in there because we're looking at the wrong thing. We got our eyes on the wrong focus. We don't want Satan to play us like that because that's what he desires to do. We recognize him as the enemy. And we put on our full armor and we fight this fight, the spiritual fight. And God promised to give us victory through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. I pray today that each and every one of you walk in that victory that has been promised to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Mr. 184. 
that encouraging and inspiring word. We want to remember that there's a proposition, position and power. And that power is the power of the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ and the power of God. Thank you so much. Now, there may be those of you who have heard the word this afternoon and you have been drawn in to the desire to know the person whose blood is so powerful that he can defeat an enemy, not just any enemy, but the enemy of your soul. And you want to have that one to become your Lord and your Savior. If that is you this afternoon, we do indeed invite you to come into the family of God. There's a place for you, and God is calling you to accept that invitation. And if you would like to do that, we would like you to pray after me. Father God, I come in the name of Jesus asking that you would forgive me for my sins. I come to accept the invitation to join the family of God. I thank you for the free gift of salvation through Jesus' shed blood and that he now lives again. Thank you, Father. Even me, and I ask you to fill me with your spirit that I might have also that power to live a victorious life. In Jesus' name. Yeah. If you would play another song Now if you are one that prayed that prayer with me Though I would indeed ask that you would Contact us at our email address RefugeFromStorm At AOL.com That's RefugeFromStorm At AOL.com Contact us Let us know that you made a decision this afternoon Join the family of God, and we will be back in touch with you to share with you, to celebrate with you, first of all, and to share with you more about the decision that you've made. Sister Cassandra. He's a wonder in my, in my soul. I don't know how many of y'all know this, but yeah. He's a wonder, he's a wonder, he's a wonder, yes he is Deep down in my soul Oh, yeah, he's a wonder, he's an awesome wonder He's an awesome wonder in my soul But I didn't come to look at you and I hope you didn't come to look at me But I came to bless his A wonder in my 
We don't walk by what we see, but we walk by what we believe. So I'm going to say the inevitable word called win and declare it in your life, in your circumstances, in your house, in your marriage, with your kids. When God blesses you, when he brings you out of it, when he delivers you from it, when he takes you through it, when he elevates you above it, when he promotes you over it, when God does it. Amen. Amen. So we've been challenged this afternoon to to believe God beyond what we see, what we feel, and what we hear, and know that we overcome him, that's the enemy, by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, something that jumped out at me and stayed with me through the message. And what Minister Juanita said, there was no human hero. The enemy defeated himself. There was no human hero. Man will not be able to say, I defeated that devil. The enemy will defeat himself. Even the enemy in your life and the enemy in my life and the enemy in the life of your loved ones. But we have to stand and continue, and she has already encouraged us, to proclaim from our mouths the word of the Lord. For the word says we overcame. They overcame them by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. Just for announcements, because I did not give them at the beginning, but um, we want to invite you to our Wednesday night Bible study that starts at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at the same call-in number. Obviously, our Bible, our uh, church service on each Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And next, on Tuesday, February 28th at 8 p.m. will be our Emotional Wellness Support Group. I've had some interest shown in attending that Emotional Wellness Support Group because it's a place where we'll come and take a topic and talk about it some, give some suggestions on how to cope with you where, where you are in, at this point in time and also hear from you as we field questions and, and have more discussion. So I invite each of you to come back to each of these services on Saturday morning. We cannot forget prayer time. Minister Juanita leads us in our prayer uh, instruction, and then we have prayer, and we certainly invite you to come join us at that time, that's Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Again, if you did pray that prayer with, with me this afternoon or if you are already a member of the body of Christ and just wanted to re-dedicate yourself to God and to the service of the Lord, feel free and, uh, to contact me at refugefromstorm at yahoo.com. I will be happy to contact you back and and, and talk with you more, pray with you more about the decision that you made. At the end of the service, we're going to stop the recording. And if you want to uh, stay on the line, we will be there to help you by praying with you about your concerns um, and listen to you at that time about your needs. 
So, again, if you want to stay on the line with us at the end of the service, after the uh, call is has, recording has stopped, then we will we will be willing and ready to pray with you and to stand with you in agreement about uh, for the victories over your battles. Now for our benediction. Father God, we thank you for just being God. We thank you, God, for the word that we have heard. We ask you, O oh God, now to continue to minister to that word to our hearts and our minds, God. Help us to see victory in our lives every day, God. I, I heard the, the songwriter say every time he turned around, you were making a way. And so, God, we pray now as we stand with our sisters and our brothers that ask that every time they turn around, God, that they would see you make a way for them. We honor, we bless you now, Lord. We pray that, that you would keep each person as we go through the days to come. Keep each family, oh God. Bless their homes in the name of Jesus. Remove their enemies out of their way. Go before them to make their rough roads smooth and their crooked roads straight. Father, thank you that your word says that the, the word of God is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Help us to each hold them tightly to your word, oh God. For it is life unto us and light unto our path. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Sister, one, uh, Sister Cassandra, if you would please end the recording. And those of you who need prayer, if you'll stay on the line, we will pray with you at that time. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.